United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. A rose by other name, any other name would still smell as sweet, a little Shakespeare, but we've got an interesting drama playing out, and that has to do with Macedonia. It has to do with the name. The citizens will be voting this weekend as part of a referendum to change the country's name, and this has brought visits by German Chancellor Angela Merkel and the Secretary of Defense James Mattis. Why? What's the issue? Let's investigate this with Philippe Leroux-Martin, who is Director of Governance, Justice, and Security at the U.S. Institute of Peace. At USIP is the Twitter handle. Philippe, welcome. Thank you for being here today. My pleasure. So why is it that we had the Chancellor of Germany, the Secretary of Defense of the United States, visiting Macedonia? What is it that they are trying to do, and why is the West supporting them? So the reason why there were so many important visits um, from um, key players from the European Union as well as from the U.S. and Macedonia is linked to uh, the Euro-Atlantic aspirations of Macedonia. So Macedonia has been trying for several years to... Um, become a member of the European Union as well as NATO. Um, but a key roadblock on its path was um, this dispute um, that goes back to almost 27 years now um, with Greece, the neighboring country, that objected to the name of Macedonia and was uh, using this objection to block Macedonia's entry into the European Union and NATO. The reason why so many officials have been visiting Macedonia is that Macedonia has become uh, a new front line in the confrontation between Russia and the West. And uh, Russia has reportedly been supporting comprehensive efforts to unravel uh, the deal that was just reached between Greece and Macedonia to rename uh, Macedonia and, uh, and is trying to play the role of a disruptor in Macedonia. So the EU and the uh, U.S. officials have decided to uh, increase uh, their focus and their intention on Macedonia. They've been visiting Macedonia and they are strongly supporting uh, the deal that was reached between Greece and Macedonia and are also supporting um, Macedonian voters in uh, approving the new name through the referendum on September 30th. All right. So the name, the former Yugoslav Republic of Macedonia, was the name. Greece and Macedonia agreed that they could have a vote on Republic of North Macedonia because Greece was concerned that there is a region of Macedonia. It's sort of like it almost sounds like uh, um, Mexico and New Mexico, but it, but it's not quite that way. Still, the point is, is that this is now, uh, I guess, almost a proxy battle with Russia. Explain why Russia is so concerned about this. So it is a proxy battle, and that's, I think, why it makes such a small country as Macedonia so interesting. Um, the, the, the reason, as you know, is it, it has been a, a constant uh, component of Russian foreign policy to uh, object to any NATO expansion. So Russia is very much against any expansion of the NATO alliance, and it sees here uh, an opportunity to disrupt uh, the process by which yet another country would be entering into the NATO alliance. And <clears throat> Russia has been, over the last decade, increasing its presence and its role in Southern Europe uh, in order to do just that, to block or to play the role of a constant disruptor to prevent the countries of Southern Europe from joining either the EU or NATO. 
I wonder, uh, you know, th- this is not the kind of thing that's going to get treatment in the United Nations. The president obviously is presiding over a Security Council meeting today. This is not the sort of thing, it seems to me, that has risen to that level yet, correct? Uh, I think that's correct. Yeah. Uh, also, I-, I wanted to talk about something else, Philippe Le Montan. This has to do with Serbia and Kosovo. Evidently, from what we understand, that they have talked about an agreement to exchange territories. I'm not sure exactly how that works, but the question, the concern is that there's some destabilization that could result from this. And again, another opportunity for Russia to, um, I guess, engage in a little mischief. Maybe you could take us through this. Of course. So the, the both <clears throat> the leaders of Serbia, Alexander Vucic and, and, and the leader of Kosovo, Mr. Tachi, have been reportedly talking about uh, an exchange of territory between Serbia and Kosovo. And the background to this is that the European Union, as well as other international actors, have asked both Serbia and Kosovo to normalize their relationships and their relations um, is for um, Serbia and Kosovo to be able to uh, make progress on their way to uh, European Union membership. And as part of those discussions that they've been having over the years to normalize their relations, um, both leaders have um, apparently or reportedly explored the idea of exchanging territories. Um, And that in itself has, I think, led to uh, a serious backlash uh, from several circles where um, people fear that the very idea of redrawing borders in a region uh, that was uh, the subject of so much violence because of attempts to redraw borders in the past. Um, it seems that now the discussions have stalled at the very least. But um, any any talk in this region of redrawing borders is meant to not instill stability, but to bring in more instability, which, as you were pointing out, uh, is to the benefit of Russia. Um, uh, Both the European Union and the U.S. have a a very strong interest in maintaining stability in the region. Uh, And on on the other side, Russia uh, has an interest in seeing this region unstable because it can exploit uh, divisions and instability to prevent those countries from uh, entering into the EU and NATO. As you have noted uh, in this area, a lot of foreign fighters who we wind up seeing in Syria and Iraq have been recruited from Kosovo. That's right. The immediate interest for, for the United States uh, when, when we think about Kosovo, there are larger interests, but the immediate interest for the United States right now uh, is somehow linked to foreign fighters. So uh, a recent report by USIP um, indicated that a significant number of foreign fighters have been recruited from Kosovo. And, um, and so if you look at Kosovo and the stability in the region, it is, it is much better for the U.S. to be able to engage with a stable government that is in control of its territory, that has effective control over the security situation in the country when dealing with such security issues. Um, so the U.S. does not have any interest in seeing Kosovo or other countries in the region uh, destabilized at this point in time. Philippe, I appreciate you joining us on POTUS today. Thank you very much. It was my pleasure. Philippe Roumatin, who is Director of Governance, Justice and Security at the United States Institute of Peace, Macedonia, Kosovo, being discussed. It's all important issues. He is tweeting at USIP.
This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.